Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right on Radio. This is Jesse Zaboder. And today we've got quite the show for you. Lots of news coming in. Um, but before we get to that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Jeff. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Well, thank you, Jesse. And I appreciate that you have not given me names. I have a name for you today <laughs> because she is the paladin of prayer. <laughs> I like that one. Yes. But I don't know, Paladin, you'll have to define for our audience what that means. Oh, I should get the exact definition. It's a good, it's a warrior of light, essentially. Okay, got okay, it. I, I'll get, I should get the exact definition, but it's a good thing, Jesse. I like, I like that creative name. I mean, you're always coming up with interesting things that deal with the shows that we work with. <laughs> well, I just thought about that as you were praying for the audience before we started. <laughs> Hilarious. You're quick to the draw with those names. Well, sometimes. <laughs> okay, listen, we have a lot to go through. Um, I want to first just start out by saying we have got some of the most amazing listeners, friends, family. I'm going to say, uh, you know, part of this Right On Radio family, you know, many of you who watch this program or listen to this program, you're on Twitter, you're on other social media and stuff like that. And not one of you that I have been able to discern has backed down. Not one of you has said, oh, Trump made a concession speech like the sleazeball Newt Gingrich and Lindsey Graham and these <laughs> whack jobs. I'm telling you, I'm on fire for these guys. Hey, Lindsey Graham, you got it coming, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ridiculousness of this, it, it's like, it's like they're pushing forced compliance, you know, because they say it, this is the way it is. And I say, you know, to Trump, break the damn narrative. We're done with it. <laughs> yeah, we'll break the media in particular. And by the way, there's new rules for this platform of YT that we're on. And we have to be especially careful to not upset the Chicoms. Yes, we must be sensitive to the chai comms. <laughs> yeah, and we can't pick <laughs> on Pito. No, no. Or we'll just say, we'll, oh, go ahead, sorry. And we'll be excellent cucumber farmers, we promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Jesse, there was a couple loose ends that we didn't tie up yesterday. Uh, the first one I want to get to is you had said, listen, I have a theory about Italy. And I said, you're right, but we never got back to it because you never know where the show is going to go. But it's an important point. So I want to start with that. And I had a point about Pence and then I had a brain fart and it kind of disappeared. But it's an important one. And I'm going to make that after your Italy thing. So, Jesse, okay. the floor is yours. Yeah, so so with Italy, there was some interesting things that went all the way back with them at, from the very beginning of, of Trump's presidency. Um, one of the things that I had noticed, it was like, it was right around the time when he was doing his um, tour where he goes and visits the other countries. And so there was a gentleman who had come in who who was an ambassador um, of Italy, but also um, this man was a Bilderberg. And so the first thing that I that caught my attention about it was that there happened to be a Bilderberg conference in Italy being hosted in Italy um, the days that this man was over here in the U.S. And I was like, why would Italy be hosting a Bilderberg conference, but then have their ambassador over here like it doesn't make sense like that's his job is to you know especially as a Bilderberg to take care of those things right so so that was like the first thing that kind of really caught my attention about it well then he was giving um a speech and stuff like that and as he's giving this speech um he's talking about like the past so he's telling stories from the past and I, I realized like as he's talking that all of these stories 
are, you know, revolve around different places. But as he, by the time he gets to the third one, I'm sitting there like, he's, he's giving out the president's like, like tour, like this, this is the tour he's on right now. And it it just really was odd. Okay. And I'm like, this is just not right. And so anyway, it ended up like that day, um, that we had the, if people remember the Greenpeace paratrooper that flew in in Belgium when the president was in there. And there was a secret service guy that they ended up saying had a stroke or something like that. So one secret service guy died in that situation. Um, they claimed it was benign, things like that. But it was just very interesting. And and so anyway, it kind of continued. There were a few other things that revolved around that. One, this gentleman, as he had been talking, um, you know, he's telling these stories of the past. And I catch that he he says the words, red line. And he's talking about, he uses the word white in connection with that, um, which when you put it together in Illuminati language, it basically meant it was a 187 from the Lee family, uh, who are the white dragons. Which so is the I Pence was family. And the exactly. Pence and Feinstein. So that was vital. Well, so also that same day, there was a, a massive ship that was caught off of the port of Italy, and it was called the Aquarius, and you can look it up. Um, the Aquarius, and it had over 350 children on it. And it was stopped at, I believe it was at Malta, and it, these children were headed towards the Bilderberg Conference, like they were going to be supplied to Bilderbergs. So, you know, we had Trump, you know, return from Belgium, was very irate and it was like the next day the president of italy was in the white house meeting with trump so i think that this even stems all the way back to those situations those things um you know i think they're just pieces right now like we don't have the full story but you know as soon as i heard you know italian intelligence was involved my mind just went straight to those very beginning things. I mean, this was, you know, like I said, this was during his presidential tour when he's starting to visit the different countries and make relationships. So even at that point, Italian intelligence, you know, was putting out 187s from the Lee family, you know, on Trump. So it was interesting. Wow. So that isn't where I thought you were to go. That's huge. But it really ties back because we've already said like, the, so the three power centers in the world, the Pentagon, mm-hmm. the UK and the Vatican. Right. Now, uh, of course, we know from Italy, even before Trump was elected, when he was just the nominee, they had this Misfoot guy. It was the Italians that were in there. They were getting the Pop- Papadopoulos. They were setting up Trump. Right. Now, we have found out, and this was the key, and Patrick Byrne released it, but although he wasn't the one who got the information originally, but there's a whistleblower that came out on the 6th with the concrete evidence that this Italian company, Leonardo, it was their satellites, and she actually names the person. I don't have his name up in front of me. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's not someone you've heard of, but he's an intelligence person who was the one who actually injected the codes and it was the satellites going down and changing this. So it goes to Italy, it goes to Spain, it goes to Germany, uh, it's Istanbul, they've got all these people. This was, and by the way, it's all tied to the Phoenix, Obama. It's all tied to him. But here's what else is interesting. Now there's links. Those satellites owned by Leonardo are funded by the Vatican. That would not surprise me. And we know the Vatican and the Jesuits, the the Bilderbergs. Like you know, right. this is one happy family. Yep, all it is all connected. The swamp runs very deep. 
speaking of the swamp, that video just, I'm glad it's coming out and I've retweeted it. Follow me on, on Twitter at O-N-Q-A-N-O-N of Mitch McConnell addressing the Senate the other day. He turns around and there's the guy right behind him giving the... Uh, the power the, symbol. The power symbol. What What exactly does that symbol mean? We've seen all the stars do it, uh, you know, Beyonce, uh, Combs or whatever, is, uh, whatever his name is these days, or husband, Jay-Z uh, doing it. All these guys do it. What does that symbol say to someone who's looking at it? Well, it would be used, you know, like when you're in uh, um, discussions, conversations, um, you're in a room filled with people, um, you know, you'd they would just be standing there like that guy was, and it would be used to... Um, you know, show everybody I'm the person in the room who has the most power. And, you know, it's a definite Illuminati high level symbol. Um, so it's a way to distinguish, you know, like if you're a lower level Mason or person who's in the system, you know, as you come in, you're going to be watching for those different hand signs or, you know, like you'll see people with their, hand, you know, crossed over and that's going to tell you whoever they're standing next to is their handler. So then you'll know, okay, well that guy has more power than this person. So it's a way for them to distinguish order without saying, you know, this is my position. This is what I do. You wouldn't even ask. You may not even know. You would just know in the room, this is the guy I need to obey and follow his commands um, you know, it's okay. a direct, it's kind of a direct statement too. So it can be used to pull rank. So what's interesting is that at that moment, you know, it looked like he was kind of turning to address the people who were behind him. But that's what I found interesting. It's like if, if he's just naturally acting like he's talking to people and he's turning to talk to everybody in the room, why did that guy pull that symbol at that moment? Like, did, you know, I didn't hear anything in his speech that sounded like he was backing down or going in a direction that they wouldn't want him to go in. So it was like, why did he pull the power symbol? That, that was my question. Well, listen, I've seen Cocaine Mitch, and I'm not sure why he's got that uh, nickname from Lynn Wood, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't tracked that back, but let's go with it, because it has a nice ring to it. <laughs> um, so I've seen him give tons of speeches. He always stands firm, and you're right. he's speaking into a microphone. When you're giving a speech on television, you don't turn around and go away from the microphone. So I think someone got his attention and got mm -hmm. him to turn around because it's not okay. usual he would do that. And then he saw, so, so he's supposed to be the leader of the Senate, but it would appear that maybe he isn't the leader there. He was definitely not the leader there, according to the shadow government. And speaking of comms <laughs> inside the Senate... The Mike Pence thing we talked about yesterday, yeah. and thank you to all the people who sent the video. Uh, listen, if, if someone going up, I haven't been able to identify the person, but he shakes Mike Pence's hand. It seems to be a coin that he was given, and he was given that in the handshake. Mike Pence looks at the coin, mm -hmm. sticks it in his suit pocket. Do you have any depth into that, uh, any insight? What kind of coin? Why would he be given a token? Um. Well, I mean, it's very common in the in the Mason world. Um, you had individuals like uh, Mangala, Joseph Meal, uh, Wheeler, um, Al Capone, you know, the mafia did it. As they made, you know, they'd have people who their job was to make sure that everybody got either the token or knew which handshake or which word they would need to enter the secret meeting. So weekly, they would go around and, you know, visit, usually while people were at work in their businesses, 
they would pop in and say hello. And it, it, it would look like it was just a close knit, you know, um, community interactions and things like that. So they would, you know, slip them poker chips or things like that. And they would change it up each week so that um, if they had a defector or trader, you know, that person would not be able to get in with a, a, you know, if they'd missed a meeting, they wouldn't be able to get in with the previous week's meeting uh, token. So, um, you know, with that said, it's interesting that he gets this coin. Um, you know, it's very symbolic of that Masonic invitation to a secret meeting. Um, I saw pictures and I'm trying to verify. So I'll, I'll put that out there. This is not verified that this indeed was the coin that it was, but somebody was putting up pictures of a coin that has, you know, the pain skull on it. And so if that's the case, you know, I had brought out that it was odd that Pence actually stops and like he holds his hand open and he's looking at it. And they would know, like, you know what I mean, by feel alone, they're pretty used to the coins they get every week. Um, you know, even different coins may be used for different meetings. So, you know, they would just be able to get a coin, they would feel it, recognize which one it is, and they would know where they have to be, which which order or which group they're involved in, you know, which meeting they're being summoned to. Um, so that may be why indeed he pauses and was like, you know, this isn't the normal feel of any of the coins I know. And he opens his hand and looks at it. Um, so it may have been the coin with the skull that represents pain, but then it, we have to find out if that's the case, who's the man who gave it to him? Oh. Because obviously then if it was a pain coin, um, it was a message from Q or from the Patriots. Whoa. You know so, what? That makes sense. Why would he look at it otherwise? Because they are right, these things. And he got corrected. Like, like, I mean, Nancy Pelosi's elbow is like right in there. Like, why are you looking at that? So even she picked up that something was not right about the situation and she's, you know, correcting him. So, you know, I mean, we've got a couple theories. I've questioned, is this really Pence? Because that was, you know, an abnormal behavior. Um, but if it was Pence, maybe this explains that action, why he acted the way he did. This morning, I just saw a picture of Melania Trump, and I don't it doesn't look photoshopped to me. I'm no expert, but she's in a beautiful white coat. She's wearing a white brimmed hat and it's got the, uh, the same logo on her hat. Oh, interesting. The, the, the pain skull. The pain. Interesting. Huh? And at yeah, the same it, time, it, and, it, I, and I got to get to my point about Pence. I don't want to lose it yeah. today, but uh, at the same time, we do know that Trump, is in a military bunker command center. They call it the offsite right. Pentagon right now, uh, or was as of this morning. I can't say he's there right now. I don't have eyes on, <laughs> but he, he's doing something. And he boarded a jet. Uh, this was reported yesterday. It was a, a command center jet. It was not Air Force One. It was an right. E-8, which is, you know, basically you can operate the nukes from, from this. You're in total command right. center. So something is happening here. Uh, lots of helos in there. You know, I tune into Monkey Works a little bit uh, to get the updates because the guy's on it and he knows his stuff. So, and no wonder his channel went from 15,000 in, you know, two months to, you know, 165,000. <laughs> right. So pretty big, pretty yeah. big. Um, now, and by the way, our channel's growing like crazy. The amount of downloads Great. every day. We're coming up to the hundred thousand downloads now. Which That's and by amazing. the way, I'm excited about that. Uh, me We've too. We've got great followers. We have great so. followers, and now that we're on a video platform, we expect it's going to grow a lot faster. It's easier to grow on a video right. platform than it is audio only. But audio only is our secure base. 
So please, if you're a YouTube follower, subscriber, go to rightonradio.podbean.com and that way you're always going to be up to date. And we're going to do some stuff on Podbean that we cannot do on this. It's not a, it's yeah. not a paid service or anything like that, but there are certain limitations of what we can say here. And so I'm even thinking, Jesse, we're going to do a, a couple live shows on, on Podbean exclusive. Yeah, uh, that's to, great. To do it. And, <laughs> And we'll, and by the way, I did get yesterday's episode up on Podbean and I edited out the 12 minutes of, of painful <laughs> yeah. first live execution. <laughs> hey, we, we did that execution with class. So, you know, we I had did. people, they, they thought it was so funny. They actually were laughing. You know, they're like, that was great. And they liked the song. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I even named the episode that at the end of the day. So, all right. So, Pence, this is the point I wanted to make yesterday. And I had said, you know, that Jesse and I, in our private conversations, I had said, listen, I know Pence is bad, but I pray he had repented because he claims to be such a staunch Christian pro life guy, uh, you know, high office. And I really had hoped, and obviously uh, that didn't happen. You know, you'll know them by their fruits. And so one of the things I believe God had showed me is this is a preparation because the deep church is going to be exposed. And all these mega church pastors who, you know, are loved by millions who people tune in by the millions to watch these, they're going to fall. The Lord's going to take out these people. Uh, They're already being exposed. You know, every one of them who came out like this guy, Jeffries and, and even Graham, you know, congratulations to Kamala la la la, who's going to be the next president. You know, it ain't Joe. And by the way, she's not, I'm just saying, that's what they're saying. Um, I don't even want to say Joe, he guy gives me the creeps. <laughs> gives me. The I creeps. I have comments, but I, I won't say them. Well, yeah, why no. not? Is it a Podbean special? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. I just try to think of a little cup of coffee because coffee makes me happy, you know. But it's like just imagining, you know, a cup of Joe and good morning, cup of Joe, and you know. I'd like to be the person who says good morning to him the day he's coming down. <laughs> you know, <Yes. laughs> but they're all being exposed. Um, Lindsey Graham has been a snake since day one. And by the way, I think I'm going to put the picture of him, McCain and Osama as the cover yeah. of this. I want to, I want nothing to see here, you know, you know, and people get, yeah, I, you know, that picture I want to bring out real quick while you're saying that, because I think the hardest thing is going to be realizing that all of these people we have put our trust in have betrayed us, even up to the highest level of our government, you know, the office of vice president, um, they've betrayed the American people. And with McCain, you know, what the, the show that got banned, that Good Dog and I did, um, you know, I, I shared how, uh, the connections between, you know, McCain and Michael Aquino and the Satanism and how, you know, McCain was 14th brotherhood with the, um, you know, the Illuminati in the system. And, um, you know, we have to, a lot of people have heard the name Ted Gunderson. Um, he was the FBI agent starting all the way back you know, in Nixon's era, um, he had taken information and was tracking the FBI unit called the finders. And those were the individuals um, who were doing the child trafficking and the drug running for Nixon. And, um, you know, Ted had spent his entire career trying to expose the Satanism and the involvement and stuff. What most people don't know is that the person who was directly above him that he had to turn every single report into was John McCain. So who was covering up all of the truth 
about the Satanism, um, you know, everything that was going on with the presidents, um, you know, involved in pedophilia, child trafficking, child exploitation, crimes against children, you know, and humanity, um, you know, these guys were all involved and, um, you know, so it goes, it's all interconnected in, we need to direct our anger where it goes, you know, our anger doesn't, you know, although they're involved, our anger doesn't need to go towards other countries like China, you know, it's not China's fault. It's not Russia's fault. It's not Italy's fault. All of them have been working in bed together. Um, but what we need to actually say is that our own government, our own American fellow Americans that we, whether it was cheated, you know, and we allowed them to be in there because they weren't really elected into those positions. Either way, they were in those positions. They infiltrated them and we allowed them as American people to do the most heinous crimes to our children and our veterans. Well, we were busy watching the Roman circus. That's right. Uh, and, and count me as one of them. A big football fan. Decades I followed it. Yep. This year, haven't watched a game. I'm telling you, I, I'm done with it. And we've been distracted. It's the Roman Colosseum. And, you know, we've been propagandized no more. Right. The, the, the line has been drawn, and it's God who has drawn this line. Yeah. Look, it, this isn't going to be over in two weeks. But yeah. these people are going down. I suspect now, and I'm feeling more comfortable with this position, that many of them have been taken down already. But I'm I, getting more comfortable with that. At first, I wasn't buying into that. that. Sorry, yeah. Jesse? Well, I said there's a good possibility of that, but like you, until it's officially confirmed, you know, we really can't say that's exactly what's happened. So that's right. That's right. And speaking of uh, unconfirmed stuff, there's a couple other channels and channels I like. I don't agree with everything they say. So uh, I'll, I'll just say like yesterday there was a, a video with Charlie Ward and I know he got his information from uh, uh, what's his name? Charlie freak. Mm -hmm. Um, and what they're saying is this whole storming of the Congress was planned. There were military people inside those, you know, civilian clothes. And when the Senate and the Congress was evacuated, they all left their laptops there and they were able to get screenshots and stuff like that and break in mm -hmm. because they're all communicating with China. This is what these shows are saying. And, and again, I like the shows. I don't agree with everything they say. I like the shows. And I watch them from time to time because I need to get different people's opinions. We all have a piece of the puzzle. Right. I, I did see a picture of the empty, um, you know, empty office. And somebody took a picture of one of the laptops. And I believe it was Feinstein's laptop. So I yeah, did get and, to and see And there's that. a picture of Pelosi's as well. Right. Yep. But so here's, that's very plausible theory. It is. Uh, and listen, that would be incredible planning if, if that did happen. Here's my thought, though. Um, and I'm not discarding it. Perhaps it's true. I hope it is. If it's good for the good guys, I hope it happens. But doesn't the NSA already have everything? They do. So the question is. Why did they want the laptops? Was there something else going on with the laptops? And, and it's odd, you know, I mean, I think about this, you know, I worked for the veterans hospital and, um, you know, even there security is so tight. It's like, if you, you know, left your computer open, like you'd lose your job. Like if you, left it open and walked away, even just down the hall or, you know, out of the room for a second. And they found out like, you're gone. That's how tight security is. So the question you have to ask is knowing 
you know, the level of security that these people have to abide by, why, even in a situation, you know, where your life is in danger, why would every single one of them leave their laptops? What was going on with the laptops? You know, were they explosives? I mean, I'm just throwing some wacky ideas out there. You know, what was going on with that? What were they planning? Maybe they have to take a ladder down the tunnel and you can't carry it. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt that wouldn't be very efficient. You know, they probably have a slide. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Plus, it or wouldn't be accessible. Pole. You know, it needs to be accessible, of course. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, we have the greatest listeners. I want to go back to that because no one has lost the faith. Now, Trump did release his video yesterday. A lot of people are calling it a concession. It was not. The statement that uh, was put out by uh, his media guy was not a concession. He said there will be a good, a smooth transition of power. Yeah. A peaceful transition of power. By the way, Pompeo used those exact words about two months ago. Right. Right after the election. They're very cautious in the words. But there will be a new administration. Trump yeah. didn't say that. Yeah. He didn't say it was going to be the president-elect. Right. Didn't mention that name. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sure hoping, you know, if Trump's, I don't, my ultimate dream would be it'd be Trump and Flynn or somebody like that or Field McConnell, somebody, I don't know, but. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, again, I have no proof. I'm not clinging on to it. But if the JFK Jr. thing came true, that would be wild. That would be wild. I, I would agree with that. I mean, how many years has it been since he's supposedly dead? You know, 20 years. If it was like Elvis. I mean, I, I'm still waiting to see if Elvis and Michael Jackson come back. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, ah. But, you know, the, there just seems to be a lot of evidence that it is plausible with JFK Jr. And, and right. Trump is really finishing John F. Kennedy's work. Yeah, he is. And, and even Trump has given out so many comms on this, right. you know, standing in the Oval Office and saying, you know, with this desk, this is where John John, who's a good friend of mine, he didn't say it in past right. tense. Right. He does use a lot of present tense. It, I've caught those things, too. So, you know, uh, I, I think you it'd be wild. Know. You never know. So, yeah, of course, we could, you know, be looking at the alien you know, aliens coming forward and intergalactic being leaders. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we do have to do a show on this because there's actually a time stamp on D-Class for this stuff, for the alien stuff, the alien technology. And I believe it's right around the end of May, beginning of June, all of this stuff has now. How yeah. much will be given to the people? It'll be an overview. Um, but it's going to be interesting. By the way, uh, speaking of overviews and D-class, it's not being reported in the media, but the DNI report finally came out yesterday. Oh, I didn't All of Congress that. has it. Now, they were wow. briefed on it on before they did the certification, now that they've done the certification, it's been handed to them. Literally, they just got their asses handed to them because they're certifying, you know, these other countries infiltrating our election. And no, no American, no American believes that what happened in this C-lection is, uh, is real. Like, you'd yeah. have to be an idiot. Yeah, too many. There were too many videos, too many proofs. People saw too many things, and you know, and I think it really hit on the front lines. You know, the people who went to, you know, vote and were turned away because there was a supposed, you know, massive water pipe burst, you know, or they were there and and literally told that they they couldn't. Uh, or let me think what else. They had the pens, the weird marker things that were given. 
no pull um, lockers allowed, you know. Right. I mean, it goes on it, and on. They made it obvious. And now we know the system, their, their rigging was overwhelmed by votes, so they got sloppy. We know that. That's true. But there's some other questions that I have, because even before that, they made it so obvious. Now, maybe it's just because they knew how overwhelmed they were going to be at the time of voting. I don't know. Or, and this, this is why I'm starting to believe that some of this stuff has already gone down. Because they made it so obvious that anyone who's been hypnotized by the MSM could understand this. Like, all you have to do is listen. And, oh, my goodness. And everything has been exposed. And, right. and the other thing that feeds me leaning this way now, Jesse, is I believe that the battle in the spirit world is already complete. I believe that the battle there is done. This has already been won. And it just has to manifest here. I don't know if I agree that it's quite done yet, but do I believe ultimately the Lord has won? Absolutely. Yeah, no, listen, they're, so they're probably I think it's fighting, still being played out, you know. Yeah, it's probably but, still being played out. I'd agree with that. But what I'm saying is it's, it is a conclusive thing. God has said right. this he's is going to happen. Yep, he's won. Yeah. So going to destroy him by the breath of his, the fire from the breath of his mouth. So, oh man, this is so exciting. <laughs> so the next, you know, 12 days are going to be incredible. I'm hearing things that, uh, you know, something's going to happen on the 11th. I'm hearing the 17th could be a big day. Mm -hmm. Look, I don't know. I'm just hearing these things. I don't want to put out dates, <laughs> you know, but I do know between now and the 19th, it's going to be wild. Jesse, what message would you have for the people who are hearing this podcast, broadcast, whatever you want to call it? How do we go through the next couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, the image, <gasps> the passage that keeps coming to my mind is, um, trying to remember now, I think it's... Uh, I want to say first, it's first or second Samuel 17. Um, but it's where King David, um, his father sends him onto the battlefield to bring his brother some bread and food. And as he gets on the battlefield, he's, you know, sees this imagery of, of all these tents, but you know, he's a, he's a fighter. He's somebody who's out in the field. He, he has fought bears. He's fought lions you know, he's seen his brothers at war and where are all the warriors? All the warriors are hiding behind the tents. They're, they're not out on the front lines. They're not out, you know, on the hill, yelling across the valley at the Philistines. They're trembling. They're, they're hiding behind the tents. And, you know, he asked the question, you know, why, why are you trembling? Why are you afraid? Why are you hiding behind the tents? You know, and I think, you know, that really resonates with me where, where I see the majority of America at, you know, people are scared. They're afraid of, you know, the worst case scenarios, you know, what if Job and Kamala do become president? What if, we're all mandated to get this vaccine. And if we don't, we're ushered to FEMA concentration camps, you know, and, and people are, we're behind those tents trembling with fear. And the truth is that we are the sons of the living God. God's won this war. We are mighty warriors. Our enemy was defeated when Jesus died on the cross. And, you know, we have the fullness of Christ living through us. So are we going to take this from even our spiritual enemy? Are we going to surrender and not put our faith and our trust in God that this day, this time, this hour, even with the kingdom temporarily going into the hands of the Antichrist and Satan being allowed to do certain things for a period of time, are we going to stand down and do nothing? 
and hide behind the stupid tents. I'm not a, somebody who I've never hidden behind the stupid tents. You know, I'm going to be out there front and center. Satan's going to know that I'm his enemy and that I'm standing against him until the day I die. You know, and I would encourage all Americans, we need to stand up. We need to put our fear and all the hindrances aside and be ready to follow our king into this battle. You know, he's not a weak God. He hasn't, his arm's not too short. He, he doesn't lack an army. You know, we join our brethren that are angelic heavenly hosts. You know, they've been fighting this battle since the very beginning. Amen. You know, I think people, the ones hiding behind the tents, have misaligned fear because the fear of not, the fear, you should fear what the consequences of not fighting would be more right. than fighting. And, you know, as you were saying that, I'm just remembering, you know, when Jesus is walking on the water and Peter comes out, uh, you know, don't look at the water. Don't look at the waves. Keep your eyes on Jesus and what he's doing. Keep your eyes on what's right. happening in the spirit and things will come out. And God gave me some big downloads last night. I actually posted one and then I really felt like immediately after I posted it, God said, that was for you, not for everybody. <laughs> and You're like, so I God. <laughs> deleted it immediately. I, thankfully, only a few people saw it, I think, because I, literally I got it down within seconds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I felt a little chastised. Uh, but what I can say about it is kind of how I opened up the show that the people listening to this are not falling for the enemy's pits, essentially. Right. Uh, the people listening to this program are really in the army. Uh, none of you are weak. Uh, listen, we all have our doubts. Jesse and I will go through our periods going, oh my, how is this going to work out? How, how is God going to do this? But the key word is God is going to do this. Exactly. That's the key. And we need to, you know, I think, you know, for those of us in the army, I think of pep talks, you know, what those around us need to hear is they need to see our courage. They need to see that, you know, our strength and they need those pep talks. They need to hear those words. God has this and we need to have that steadfast trust that the lord has this and that's what people need right now yeah you know there's there's some people that are just you know everyday life there's a store owner of a store that i go to and you know one of my customers they've been following trump and this and that and the, so the store owner is a real believer this guy devout comes from egypt him and his wife and they mm -hmm. they're on fire christians and then I have a customer who, you know, has no idea I do this program or anything like that. I, I couldn't risk it, uh, letting my customers know this. Uh, but, you know, he's like, Jeff, how can you still believe this? It's over. He goes, I can't believe, like he said yesterday, he's going, I'm talking to him on the phone. He's going, how can you still be thinking this? And, and, and every time he gets off the phone, like he's so down in the dumps that he gets off the phone with me and he's okay, we have some fight left, right? You know, and that's the effect that you, the listener, have on the people. You are shepherds of the sheeple. And this is the shepherds of the sheeple army. That's right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So Jesse, let's wrap it up here. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. Please do hit that thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube. Remember, go to our Podbean channel. Uh, listen, you don't have to. You don't have to listen to the programs twice, but just subscribe because if and when something happens here on this platform, um, and it probably will. You know, we've already got accounts on all the other majors, but there's no one there, so you know it takes a lot of time to upload videos. So I haven't been all that quick on uploading them, being honest. But I've got them all stored, so we can upload them all and and continue on no matter what there is contingency plans mm -hmm. but the biggest contingency plan is podbean also please go to jesse's website which is illuminate the darkness 
visit illuminatethedarkness.com and illuminate your mind. And there's a guest who has been on the show a few times now. Her name is Marion. She's one of the people who runs the site. I want to ask the audience to pray for her. She is in a fight, particularly since we did this roundhouse episode of last week. She is being inundated. She's have some issues with family, with health, uh, not her own health as far as I know, but there's some family stuff. Uh, But she is getting attacked like crazy. And the Netherlands needs your prayers. By the way, as does Canada. Um, So it just, I just saw the report yesterday. I haven't confirmed it, but it comes from the only credible news source in Canada or one of two, I should say that if you travel to the States or whatever, you cross the border uh, now you're not going to be quarantined in your house. They have some camps set up for you. Oh, lovely. You oh. get a special vacation. If you choose to leave the country, you get to come back to a special vacation. That's right. You get to return home. <laughs> and, and right now they're, you know, club quarantines, but they're soon going to be repurposed because this is how, listen, the government is really good at stewarding their assets. They're going to repurpose these as re-education camps, Jesse. Ooh, oh my goodness. <laughs> this, you know, <laughs> MK Ultra, here we go. Let's program the people. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's an intensive, it's a crash course. It isn't the lifetime that you get through TV and stuff like that. And, you know, oh, this wonderful. is the crash, a crash course. Like, you will comply, <laughs> crash course. <laughs> oh, I got to get to the strobe light business. They got to use strobe lights to get it really, effective, you know, or something. <laughs> yeah, so the voices, you get the German voices. <laughs> <laughs> So how is it we're able to laugh at such sad commentary? It's because we have the joy in it. We know the victory is there. Yeah. I mean, someday I would love to do like a, a, you know, soap opera sitcom type thing with all these events and stories. I mean, it would just blow people away. Um, I'm sold on the idea. Let's do it. We should totally do it. I mean, you know, the days, I don't know, the the single eye club, that's what I call them, but um, we'll do it. We'll do it. Oh, another thing I want to do, just speaking of, I didn't have it ready, but I want to play V's new video uh, and song. We're going to feature it on this show. You got to hear this song and the timing of it. So, I'll have it ready for our next program. We'll either open with it, we'll close with it, but we're going to do something. We're going to get this on right on radio because it's great, great, uplifting, well-written song. The guitar player is fantastic. Like, V shines, obviously. So amazing. Yeah, she's been doing amazing things with the the Veteran Project with us. And, you know, we're super excited. Uh, We also have, like, part of that project – we focus on different things each month or every, you know, quarter. So like this month we're working with uh, Al Meadows, who's a purple heart wounded vet um, who goes with Jody LaDolce uh, to uh, Walter Reed to the wounded vets. And they have, they do operation gift cards. So they, you know, provide $25 gift cards to these vets so that they can, you know, just have some money while they're there in the hospital to spend on personal things, cell phones, haircuts, things like that. But but now we've got, um, we had a group of women who are knitters, crocheters, sewers. Um, These women are just doing amazing things. So this month when Jody and Al go, you know, we're going to have heat packs. So imagine coming out of a surgery or, you know, the aches, the the pain that these people live through after their injuries, you know, they're going to have their own little heat pack now they, that can help them through some of those times. We're going to have crocheted or, or sewn um, Afghans or quilts that they can have that uh, we've got a team that has been praying. So we call it squares with prayers and we put these you know, quilts together that come out of our times where, you know, we're sitting there crocheting, praying for these vets. And then we've got, you know, notes that are going to go with them with our prayers in them. 
And um, this is just going to be really amazing. So V is helping to head all that up and orchestrate, coordinate, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, we got, you know, Terry, uh, Terry Brown and um, MOJ, all those intercessors on our team are part of that project. And um, it's just, it's, it's going to be amazing, you know. So Jesse, here's something that you don't know. Oh, I got a surprise. <laughs> Christmas and New Year's, I reached out to Jody, and I'm planning to do a whole show on this very topic. That's awesome. This is an area where we, to in our togetherness, can really make a difference, yeah. and we can impact some lives. And I, I obviously have some thoughts on how they're running it, how they can mm -hmm. increase, and I want to offer that privately off air. Uh, right. you know, but, uh, it's going to be an amazing show and, you know, hopefully we'll actually have some true stories, maybe even bring one of these guys on, right. who's got the benefit and, uh, and real warriors and get some great stories. Um, yeah. when we're, when we're done this little bit of a news cycle in the next two weeks, we're definitely going to get Jody on. So I did reach out to her. Great. She confirmed and, yeah. uh, it's going to be a great thing. So I always use the same clothes to this particular broadcast, but I want you to hear it in a different way. When I say love your family, I want you to think of your brothers and sisters who listen to this program, because I'm really considering you part of my family now. Oh, by the way, Jesse, speaking of family, quick side note, my dad is now listening to our program. Yay. That, that is great. <laughs> so my whole family is becoming awake, at least my immediate family. I have some cousins and stuff that are not yet, but we're, we're going to get there. <laughs> Anyways, Jesse, it's been wonderful. Perhaps we'll do one on Sunday. We'll have to play it so, by ear. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in the meantime, you've been listening to Right On Radio. Thank you for being here. Like, subscribe, and share. It really does make a difference. Thank you for doing it in advance. Remember, love your God, love your family. Love your neighbor because you're commanded to and make a difference in your community, which means you actually have to take action. We'll see you next time on Right on Radio. Right on Radio. Right on Radio.